Hey everyone, this is Annette Abner and welcome to Diaspora Talks. Hey guys, welcome to episode 4 of Diaspora Talks. In this episode, I speak to London-based media entrepreneur Danny Wonders. If you haven't heard of Danny, you've probably seen his work in the form of stunning photography and content. We talk about his journey into media and photography, what keeps him going, how his Ghanaian heritage has influenced his work, and much, much more. So here goes. When I told you, when I started, like in, like anybody else, he puts up a camera and thinks, oh, I can never mm. do this. I was just the same person. But I maybe, like, I saw a vision. I could see myself doing bigger than I was currently doing at that moment. So nothing ever held me back in regards to mm. the lack of my skills or the lack of my knowledge in the film. I just knew, all right, I'm going to take it one step at a time. I'm a, and I also surrounded myself with people yeah. who was already doing it and I kind of watched from them and I didn't mind right. looking like I didn't know what I was talking about and <laughs> uh, so my name is Danny Wonders um I am a creative like an all-round entrepreneur I have a production company Wonder Vision Films where we do we deal with the branding and um of you know like um we deal with a with a branding of individuals mm. and businesses in regards to music video, documentary, um, short film, commercial, photography. Yeah. Basically, helping to tell the story of their brand to to bring okay, them. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. But you also business. do like events and stuff, right? I've seen you at a few events. You've covered quite a few. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I, but when I was, um, maybe like. Mm. A A team. I was always this this guy yeah. who knew a lot of people. So every time it, it, it would be my birthday, I would like um, you know, like I would yeah. have like a penthouse party, and the road, the whole road would be would be basically blocked, and then my parties would always get shut down by the feds, and then it only strikes me later that wow, like all those parties that, that I used yeah. to throw. That used to get shut down. Right, exactly. It means I've yeah. got a market. Mm-hmm. I've got people who want to come out because I'm. I would say I'm a vibe, yeah. like creator. I wouldn't say I'm a vibe maker. I'm a vibe um, creator because I believe the vibe right. comes from like inside. So I'm the kind of guy that I can bring a lot of people together, and there's no no one feels awkward because I will talk to everyone and, and connect. So I felt like. With what I do, right, okay. events would be the perfect thing to go um, into as well. So okay, I've just cool. added that to the venture. Yeah, the event business is okay, called cool. Wonder. All right, so okay, let's just let's get this um, clear. So you have Wonder Vision, which um, focuses on brands and businesses mm. helping to tell their stories, and then you also have your event side mm. of things, right? So wonder what's next. Yeah, so I got my event. Okay, got it, okay. Wonder what's next and okay, understood. All right, cool. Yeah. Um. So I guess like my next question would be like, where did the motivation come from or the passion come from for media and film? Because I guess you sort of touched on it. You do have like a natural um way to like connect people and vibe with people you mentioned. But is that where like that came from? You just thought, okay, I fit here. 
or is there other motivation surrounding that? Wait. So basically what I'm asking is like, where does the passion and motivation come from for media and film? Oh, well, initially I got into this because I used to look at a lot of stuff like on YouTube um, and I just felt Mm. the storytelling was going away. I felt people had equipment, but they were just filming just random films in it. So I was like, I need to get in this game. I need to create my own story. I've always been that guy who was good at Mm. um, imagining things. And and when I got in this game, I didn't I didn't necessarily have the skills in regards right, to knowing how okay. to film or mm-hmm. edit or so and so, but um but I knew I had the storytelling. So I so it it was only when I sharpened my skill in the editor and stuff that mm-hmm. I was able to tell my story. Clear. Yeah, no, I think you make a really good point. Um I wanted to touch on the fact that you said you didn't necessarily have the skills. So was that initially like quite a challenge for you? And how did mm. you start to acquire the the like the skills and like the technical technical um aspect of things in order to go into the media and film you see what i would say is a lot of people here yeah, they look at a, a subject or a project right and they want to get in it but they think right. they need to be experienced or mm-hmm. they need to be have, have a certain talent in it i ne- i didn't necessarily have a talent in film all i had w- right. was a was an interest and it it was what I wanted to do. It, it was what I felt I can do and for the rest yeah. of my life, even if it was not paid. Yeah. And and I can have fun. So, like I, when I tell you, when I started, like and like anybody else who puts up a camera and thinks, "Oh, I can never mm. do this," I was the same person. But I maybe like I saw a vision. I could see myself doing bigger than I was currently doing at that moment. So nothing ever held me back in regards to the mm. lack of my skills or the lack of my knowledge in the film I just knew all right I'm gonna take it one step at a time I'm a, and I also surrounded myself with people yeah who was already doing it and I kind of watched from them and I didn't mind right. looking like I didn't know what I was talking about and and um and um something and what I came to realize was um a lot of people they look at you what no the secret key like i think the main thing is people think like before you try to learn any skills or any be next to anybody you should work on your mindset and obviously when i was in uni in in my first year my friend felix he um he was a producer and um he came to me one day and was randomly and was like yeah daddy like i've got a link here and I need you to watch this link. Close your door. Like he gave me rules. He was like, close. He he was like, close your door. Turn your phone off. Um, don't respond to no one. Put your headphones on and just watch this before you go sleep. And I was like, what is it? I thought it was <laughs> yeah. some scary film or something. You know what I'm saying? And um, it ended up being a film called The Secret. The Secret by. Um, oh, an okay. author called yeah, I, Ronda yeah. Bynes and, um, and and I had never heard of anything like this like coming from where I come from born and raised in East London Hackney and I never 
my growing my up bringing was I was around the wrong influences growing up so I never was around anyone who ever spoke about being positive mm. or seeing things in the positive like that just wasn't the life I came from so when I watched the, this film and they were saying in the movie you know you become yeah. what you think of all the time and you know as long as you think positive and whatever you want you can have it as long as you can yeah. you can believe it and you hold on to it and I <laughs> and I was thinking this is all yeah. bullshit you know what I'm saying and then um but it done something to my subconscious though because ever since then I stopped being as negative as I was being and then I started practicing it subconsciously so I would say things like oh I'm I'm gonna have a production company. Like one time I went on my Facebook and I checked with one of my old chats and I had said to a girl, like five years prior to me even having a business, I said to her, oh, I'm trying to be like you. Maybe one day I will have a production company. And then I ended up having it. But I I don't even remember consciously saying that. So Mm. I would say for anyone trying to get into anything, is about the mindset because knowing that you want to do something is what's going to give you the energy to go out and learn all the technical right, stuff right. isn't the hard part yeah. because anyone can learn anything it's like it's like you didn't start knowing how to drive but all you mm-hmm. need to do is get in the car a couple of lessons and you're and you're going to become a and um yeah. Got it, yeah. And um expert. No, I love that. Like you dropped quite a few gems. So in terms of like what I'm I'm hearing is that firstly it's mindset, um, and also yeah, and secondly surrounding yourself with the right people. Um, oh oh yeah. oh, sorry, I forgot to add in regards to to the mindset, right, right. the belief in yourself. Like when I started, like a lot of people don't start because other people random haven't told them to yeah. start or haven't pushed them to start, so they feel like. You know, oh, oh my, my, are my friends gonna tell me right. to do this and do that? But it's not about that. It's about just the, just the, the decision. You, you know, I've always known you don't need right. the product to decide. Do you know what I'm saying? And I feel every time I made a decision, I attracted it. Meaning, a lot of people. Let's say mm. you want to go to Miami, right? In next year. But you're like, oh, Miami's expensive. The tickets are 3000 I don't know how I'm going to get there. Because you said that with your mouth, you've not even you've not even thought of how to get there. Furthermore, you've not decided that you want to go to Miami because you mm-hmm. said you need money to go. But you didn't right, need yeah. money to make the, mm-hmm. the decision in your head that you're going to Miami. So the minute you decide in your head and you believe that you're going to Miami, you attract all the opportunities yeah, that need you. Yeah, and like he said, subconsciously, you start making the moves in order for you to, to be where you need to be. But yeah, that, that makes perfect sense. Um, mm. But in terms, I wanted to um, mm. touch on that as well. Because of course, like, there are challenges that, challenges that you probably faced. And practically, I'm sure a lot of people would like to hear mm. how exactly you acquired the skills and also the connections that you needed in order to start your production company. Mm. Okay, so with obstacles or any problems, challenges, well, with me, it was a bit different. I say if you get ready, if you stay Mm. ready, you don't have to 
get ready. And what I, I, I mean is, even before I had a camera, because how I got my first um, camera was I, I got a student, um, student loan. And then with my student loan, I used that to buy mm. my first camera. But when I bought the camera, I wasn't using it. It, it was just chilling in my right. in the house. Like mm. I was scared. I was, I was. I I had done the first step of buying it, but it was right. chilling for like a couple months until my boy was like, "Yo, like, why don't you go and get your camera and just film us chilling yeah. and stuff, and then like edit it?" And I was like, oh, "I don't know." He's like, "But like, do it." So then, um, I would say my my obstacles were in. Prior to the camera, I was watching YouTube videos mm, on lighting mm. and how to do this and how to do that. So when the camera came, I yeah. kind of had this knowledge. I was kind of confident to grab the camera. Also, um, I would say my obstacles were, you see, I'd done it at a time, yeah, when I was like mm-hmm. 23. You know what I'm saying? So um, I didn't really have... I, like I wasn't in a position where I felt like right, right. I could lose. You yeah. saying because I felt like I was still young, and some 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 people feel old at that age. Right. But I think it's all about how you are as a person. So what I what my like I can't really think of any obstacles I had because I mm. I went through them all, and so what I, I would say is like oh, I can't really explain it. I know it sounds like please say but. Is more like yeah. I say. Is it? Is yeah. a mindset. Like subconsciously, sub, sub subconsciously, I because look, you can think, oh, life is hard or things are tough or I can't learn this. I don't know this person, but that's your mindset telling you that no one, no one's physically coming to tell you you're a failure. You can't do it. It's usually mm-hmm. your fear and what they say fear is a um, mm-hmm. false evidence appearing real. You know what I'm saying? So you create your own story in your own head and you, you, you tell yourself that you're going through things, but really and truly, you're not. It's just a matter of taking a step back, looking at yourself and saying, what can I do yeah. that's better? And what I, I did was, to get on the ladder was, I literally filmed okay. anything. I had no ego. Like yeah. and I and, and I never stopped learning. Like I was like I would come home, I would whatever question I had about film, YouTube right. is there, Google Google was there. I would I would ask like, oh, how to film a close up yeah. shot, how to do a mid shot, how to um the basics of lighting in film, um, all that and then you know, um I would kinda learn step by step, but I wouldn't just yeah. learn, I would apply it to so I would get my sister and I would get her to like pretend mm-hmm. to be an artist and she would sing like a, a known song <laughs> and then we would go yeah. and we would film yeah. a, a whole video and then I would yeah. use that yeah. to practice my like editing. So, and I would go out and I would film like interviews. So I would reach out to people who were like presenters and stuff yeah. and offer to give them value and offer to work with them and say, hey, you know, I'm trying to do film like I would love to 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 film you and I didn't I just didn't have any ego yeah. and I think that's what got me here. Like just seeing the vision and saying, Boy, like I didn't see it as oh, I don't have experience and I'm scared. I saw it as I don't have experience 
So I'm right, going to work with right, you, allow right. me to that. learn yeah. with them. That makes perfect sense. And I like what you said about saying that you haven't, you had no ego. Because I feel like a lot of the time when people want to do things, they're scared to let their pride go. Um, and like even the best of the best mm. have to humble themselves and keep practicing and keep mm. learning, like you said. So yeah, that, that, that makes perfect sense. Right. You always have to humble yourself, and and I and I am, I, I you know I always say that ego stands wow. for yeah. edging God out. I hear that, yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying because the, because the minute you choose ego, you choose right. to go against everything you stand for, and you right. choose to go against the people around you. Right, and you're you putting yourself that first. It's all yeah. you, and you're the one that has the power. But what do you have the ego for? Is it because of the social pressures of right. looking like you have money or looking like you're more successful than you are? When really and truly, nobody goes right. go to sleep thinking about you. Everybody goes <laughs> to sleep thinking about their yeah. own problems and what they got to do. So when you put your ego to the mm. side, you can move at a faster pace. Mm. I feel that the ego slows you down in your thoughts because you you now start overthinking and you start thinking oh life is good oh life is tough I, I i need need to do this i need to do that and even me myself i'm learning to not beat myself up the time spent beating yourself up could be the time writing down what's going wrong and what you can do yeah for real no i, lo- I love that no thanks for that because i think a lot of people needed to hear that and um even though a lot of the times we you know it it's good to get a reminder okay cool so we let's move on um so you didn't mention this before but you have a you're Ghanaian right you have a Ghanaian background so I, yeah I'm from oh, cool. what I wanted to know is how has um your culture and your background influenced your work um, because I know, like, you've started to undertake some mm. projects in Ghana as well. So we get to hear more about that too. Mm. Mm. Um, how has my culture has influenced my work? Do you know the Do you know the crazy the crazy thing? Yeah, I only just realized how mm. much my culture influenced my work now. Because prior to me going Ghana, end of last year, December two thousand and eighteen. Mm. I hadn't mm. been back to Ghana for 24 years, innit? And it's not because I didn't want to go, but when I was younger, my parents would always be like, yeah, okay. if you're bad, yeah. we're taking you back home. So I associated mm. the word mm. bad and back home together. So I never wanted to go back. So even all the times they would go back, I would stay because it was like a fear. No matter how old I got, I had this fear of mm. I, I never want to go back. And then obviously with like the social medias and that, I just saw right, there was yeah. so much going on and everybody was kind of flying back and I was seeing what was um um, um going on and I kept making excuses of I want to go home but the price is too much and blah 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 <laughs> and then I yeah it definitely is it most definitely is but then I in that moment I was like you like am I gonna mm. keep complaining about the ticket price? Or am I going to go? Because I watched a, a talk. It was with a guy called Jim right. Rohn. He's a motivational speaker. And he's passed now, isn't it? But he was like a, a philanthropist. And he said something in, in his crowd at one of his conferences. He was like, 
how many of you want to travel the world? And like the whole room put put their hand up. And he was like, all you got to do is, is book the ticket. Mm. And, and I was like, wow, like I've never seen it that way. Like mm. we, we overthink things too much. We're like, ah, oh, the money, the money. But like the money is never the what gets in your way. It's you that gets in your way first because mm. money is spiritual. Like money is is attracted yeah have it have you realized every time you're desperate to yeah. make money you never make it but the minute you kind of believe the money's coming and you still work in harmony somehow you get some yeah, random true, email yeah. and someone wants to book you a job just in a time when you was about to have no money someone just <laughs> yeah. emailed you and, and the money just came back to the place. but i realized also with going to Ghana, yeah. When I so so uh, anyways, when I landed in Ghana for the first yeah. time since that period, remember when I and I and I always, you know, it's crazy because right. I thought I, I went back home at the right time because three years prior, I was always seeing mm. everyone of my friends going back home, and I and I felt like that was a part of me that was was missing. I felt like, all right, because, you know, when people used to, to say, like, um, yeah. never forget where you came from. I used to think <laughs> of coming from ends. That is an element of your identity, but, yeah, so, I get it. You know what I'm saying? I never yeah, thought... Where you're rooted. I, yeah, I, I never thought of where I'm rooted, like, being, like, yeah. guardian. I never thought of that side. I only thought of, yeah, I'm, I'm from ends. I know how it was to mm. come up. I know the struggles I, I went through. I never forget that, you know what I'm saying? But, when I landed and I was in Ghana, yeah, I, I remember the minute I landed, like, my whole mood changed. Like, my mood, when I was en route, I was anxious, yeah, like, ooh, course, yeah. ooh, 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 what's it going to be like? I was like, what's it going to be like? like? You know what I'm saying? And when I landed, I was like, wow, I can't mm. believe I've not been here. This it's whole, crazy. Like, the, mi- the minute I landed, the minute I landed, I was like, wow, this is my home, like, and then um, my sister met me at the airport and my friend, and we went to eat in a restaurant called Mm-mm, yeah, I know it. Starbucks here. Yeah. And I remember just being there and I was thinking to myself, wow, <laughs> I took this long to yeah. come to go. This is it. And, and, and so then the next day, because remember, I, I came at nighttime. So the next day, the, the sun's out. So mm. I realized, well, it's hot. So the sun alone, <laughs> like you can't be angry in that weather. Yeah. Like you can't be angry in that weather. So even though it was hot, it felt like yeah. it's the it's, it's the right heat for us. <laughs> so looking around, and I was just seeing how the living over there was like here to here, like or like as you're driving mm, the cars, mm. people are selling you plantain, they're selling you water, <laughs> they're selling dogs, they're selling shoes, they're selling clothes, they're selling everything on the road and to me right. that was like a unique thing in Ghana because it's like the, mm. the government there's no rules like you're allowed to be it's free hustle, you're allowed yeah. to do whatever you want and and then and then in that moment it hit me it was like wow like everyone I know who's come to Ghana nobody has yeah. shown this side everybody just comes to Ghana it's and goes parties, to, yeah. to the club or to, to the beach but that's not Ghana. Like, there's more to Ghana. There's, there's the yeah. whole culture. There's people. There's 
There's, there's, and there's so much good restaurants, yeah. and there's so much things that if people knew what was really going on in Ghana, yeah. they would come in Ghana like regularly. So I was like, why don't uh, I yeah. tell that a story? Because I happened to bring all my equipment, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm gonna be the person to tell the story, and that's when I started to document it through film and photography. And yeah, I'm I'm currently working on the documentary. Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen like the snippets and the the pictures and the images. It looks amazing. So when is that? When are you looking to launch that? Thank you. Early 2020. Because I believe this is something you can't really rush. Yeah, and there's so much to see in Ghana as well. Like that, many of us, especially here. We don't know. So, yeah, you definitely have to take your time to tell that story. Yeah. I have to tell my time. I, I've got a good, even, did you know in Ghana, there's a place in the north that they've got, like, African elephants. Wow. Bigger than, no, bigger than the Indian ones. And, um, like, yeah, they've got a whole safari there. Yeah. Like, there's so yeah, much no, to Ghana that, real, that people just don't know because... Everybody wow. goes to Ghana and just goes to yeah. the city, Accra, yeah, but there's no, so I agree. much Even actually where I'm from in the Western region, um, there's Jews. So mm. the first Ghanaian Jews live in the Western region in a place called Sefi also. But a lot of people don't know that. Yeah. So there's oh, a wow, lot of really? that people don't know. And yeah, I'm glad that you're telling the story and uncovering it. And because I think as well, it will be a trigger to people to explore beyond Accra and maybe even beyond like Kumasi etc because there's a lot more that goes on mm, yo Kumasi that's all, and that's why I, I feel I'm going to push it back because I feel I need to go to Kumasi and stuff. I can't tell the story of mm, just mm, Ak- like, Accra yeah. that's not Ghana you know what I'm saying like there's yeah. no, a I lot love that. in that, Ghana that sounds so, amazing yeah. um, so I like I wanted to pinpoint um, a point that you made about um, telling our stories um because i think as well Mm. with social media and the internet we've been able to change the narrative when it comes to africa and how it's been portrayed um and i think that has helped people like yourself Mm. so entrepreneur black african entrepreneurs um take control of that narrative which i think is a a very exciting time but where Mm. do you see the industry sort of moving in the next few years with people like yourself and also like social media pages that are doing the job of like um, showing us imagery in a really good light, where do you see it changing and um, what, what what do you anticipate things to be like? So where, where, where do I see, like I believe that we need to tell more mm-hmm. of our stories, whether it be through books, film, documentary uh, photography written blogs like i feel we have so much in our own place and we shouldn't wait right. for other cultures to come to right, our country exactly. and tell our story for us to cause an and them uproar of exactly, oh this isn't yeah. how the mm-hmm. story is because we all grew up knowing how our culture is and what's funny and what's interesting and what's what's cool so why don't we tell right our own stories and people love to compare you and say, oh, this person's doing this and that person's doing that, but it doesn't matter. The more people tell the story, right. the better. There isn't only one documentary of um, 
Muhammad Ali, but the right. more there is, there's mm-hmm. different perspectives, there's different sides. And I feel it's our duty, our obligation to tell our, our um our story, and not just for ourselves, exactly, but for yeah. our the future gen. Because like I say, you don't want our cultures to come and tell the wrong story because over time, and that's why when I done my photography series, I made sure that everybody I took a picture of looked like very good mm. and they and they did look good like it wasn't any gimmicks because when people when usually when people come to africa they want to show poverty and being poor in the photography so even if i take a picture of a, mm. of a child less fortunate mm. i'm going to show the wealth yeah. in them because i'm not gonna i'm not just mm. I, i'm not just gonna come and just snap them i'm gonna come I'm going to greet them. Yeah. I'm going to tell them my name. I'm going to ask for their name. We're going to have a, a conversation. Right. Then I'm going to ask for the picture. I'm yeah. not just going to come, hey, yeah. and, and just snap a photo. You know what I'm saying? So you can always tell when exactly, you yeah. connected with somebody. Because at the end of the day, this is bigger than me. Like, I mean, this is what I do. But when you start to see your craft as, okay, I don't live on this earth for mm, myself. Mm, I need mm, to live mm. for other people. And what and and what I choose to put out there is what is going to help tell a story of somebody and potentially help um, someone also. You know what I'm saying? Because this this life is not about us. Because when you you know you you live on the earth, right? And you hold on to your like gift, and you're like, oh, how much is this cost? Like. How much does this cost? They're not paying me my right charge and blah, 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 blah. But then if you are to pass away, all of that holding on to your gift, you're going to feel like you should have given it because now you've Mm. left the earth and you've not given us us nothing. So you won't have a legacy. No one's going to speak about you because you you did not do nothing to help other people on this earth. Or you you were very selfish. So I would advise any creative or any business person that let's let's go home let's in, invest back home you know when you say let's go back home it seems like a campaign or something but it's like why should it be a campaign when mm, every mm, culture just goes be a given, home, yeah. from the jewish to the italian to the russian it's just a given but with us it's like uh, we need yeah. a documentary we need <laughs> like 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 yeah. proof to go back back home and as, and as I said, like, even with, with me, I think it goes back to just how you're raised and with the parents. Because when I was younger, I was told, when you're bad, we're taking you back home. So my perspective was bad. And on top of that, it's not helping because the media are telling us, mm. you know, there's flies on the kids' faces and there's, there's malaria and there's this and that. So yeah. people have mm. subconscious fear. And they, they, they just think Africa's so dangerous and you won't come out alive. But literally, you can go there and be yourself and be free and nothing's going to happen to you. So that's what I would definitely say, like, that um, it's important for us yeah. to tell our own stories and change the narrative ourselves rather than wait for someone to give us the opportunity I agree 100% and I think there'll be a lot more people doing the same thing um but yeah no that that's really good also as well with your um 
I like the point that you made about um, making connections with your subjects. I think that's what um, sort of makes your work quite distinctive. You can tell that the people that you photograph or the people that you film are really engaged with you. So I think mm. that's that's amazing. Um, so off the back of your documentary as well, like, do you have other plans for One Division or any other part of your business in Ghana or in Africa in general? Mm. Do yeah, I have any, any plans? Um, yeah, I've got a lot. I've got, I've got some big plans, but obviously, in due time, they will be re. Yeah. They will be revealed. But in the moment, my plans are just to like my whole aim right. in life is to leave a legacy. Like you know. A lot of my friends have passed away, and I look at that, and I think to myself, like, wow, like, um, like I said, uh, um, earlier, I'm I've gone to a level now right. where I still I have a gift, but I've held my gift sometimes because I'm thinking of is it paid or mm, this mm. isn't my charge, right? And then I, I I can go you 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 can go for months waiting for someone to pay you your actual charge, but no one's gonna pay you your charge because you never know your mm, charge because mm. your charge is endless. You are not the the same way you're battling someone for a thousand pounds. Somebody is getting a million pounds <laughs> for the same for the same yeah. effort. See what I'm saying? So when you look that wow, I don't have to rely on one person to pay me what I believe I'm worth. Why don't I prove mm. my worth with the work in which I do? Because the work in which I do and what I put out there, that's what's gonna bring me my worth in general. If I'm the most, if I'm the person doing the most work, and I've got the best mm, work, mm. I'm gonna get the most money. But if I've got the best work and I'm not doing much, right, much right. work because I'm do waiting the for the money, yeah. nothing, nothing's gonna come. You're limiting yourself, and that's how the, the like depression builds. Because what I realize is, I'm I'm usually most sad mm. or depressed when I'm not working, when I'm not living in mm. my purpose, when I'm not being out there. That's when I started doubting myself. And you know, the devil works on idle minds. So when you're not, you know, someone can approach you and say, hey, we'd love for you to come and do a podcast, a live podcast um, at the Canary Wharf is a big um, mm. conference. You're going to be talking in front of five, 5,000 people. Now, you're, you, you depending on your, your, your mindset, you may not be thinking of the 5,000 people that you're going to impact with your message, you're thinking of 5,000 people. That means right. I need to charge right. 3,000 pounds. So now you're like, well, if it's not 3,000 pounds, I'm not doing it. But then how do you know if you didn't just accept the, the no money? And, and also, I think the reason why people have that mindset of not trying to build a legacy is because society has made it like success is when you have yeah. your house, when you got your car, short term, yeah. You know, you're traveling the world and stuff. And people, and depending on your age, if you let fear get in the way, you will start having that ego of shit. I'm, I'm, I'm this age. I'm supposed to have this. My friends have this. Why don't I have this? So you kind of hold back. And I think also people put more belief into their client, into their mm. clients than they do into yeah, themselves. Yeah. Meaning. Mm. You're there waiting on, on your client to pay you something. 
but you're not even believing in yourself to reach out to a hundred clients. You know what I'm saying? And, and I was having this conversation the other day and me, me and my girl were talking and I was like to her, like, you know, um, why, why wait on, you know, the reason why people have a problem of like reaching out because you've probably reached out to one or two people right, and you're right. waiting on their word. So when they don't come through, you feel like you've been let down or they have not paid you your price. Maybe the person coming with a low charge, you're like, oh, he's not paying me my charge. She's not paying me my charge. Well, if you reached out to 100 guys who paid you that low price, mm-hmm. you would have made more. And if you and, and, and even if you thought that was too much work, then you can be the, you can be the connector. You mm-hmm. can delegate. You can get a team real, to, deal, yeah. to deal with that. But people don't. But people don't think long term. They just think, mm-hmm. "What can I do now? What can I get now?" And you and usually, what people people that want short term validation, yeah. they just yeah. want to do short term things. They want to buy trainers yeah. or no, I hear fly you. Out, no, like hundred percent. So. I don't even have anything else to say to that. Um, like I was actually about to ask you, like just to end off, um, what advice you'd give to people. Um, especially within the diaspora, hoping to pursue passions in media and photography. But I feel like you've dropped a lot of gems throughout this whole conversation. But I guess if you could just like pinpoint, say like three things um, that you would um, say as like top tips to people in your position, people that look like you, that either want to pursue just here or even back home, what advice would you give to them? I would say number one, get your mm, your mm, your cute. mind right because um you know a lot of people they want this they want that but their mind is never right and when i say get your mind right you know they always say to be rich in the right, pocket yeah, you have to be rich yeah. in the mind isn't it and how and being rich isn't just about money you need to think of other things like how can i be richer in health how can i be richer in my mm, character mm. in my communication in my understanding, in my knowledge, and, you know, in my vision. Like, how do I talk yeah, to myself? Yeah. I think a lot of people don't realise what yeah. they say about them themselves. And some people, they're good at speaking good for other people. They think that's mm-hmm. positive, but they don't look at themselves. Yeah. And I used to be a, a victim of that. I would speak life into everybody else. But when it was me, I would be like, oh, I'm yeah, shy, yeah. I'm nervous, mm. I'm not ready, I'm not sure. What what if this doesn't happen? And those words, you know, you know, your your word is impeccable. Whatever you say, it it becomes. And people don't know, but they go around um, casting spells on mm. other people and themselves every day. And what I mean by casting spells is, like I said, your word is impeccable. And in um in the beginning there was the word, and the word was with mm-hmm. God, and the word is God. You see it. And God, what was the first yeah. thing God said? Let there be light. He believed. He believed that there was light. And he said, let there be light. He didn't say, I, <laughs> I hope there's light. Hopefully light, light, light is there. Oh, if light doesn't come, I'm going to be in the darkness. And God made us in his image. So we also have the same ability as long as we believe. Because if we don't believe in ourselves, we don't believe in God. Because right. God, God made us in his image. So... It's only when you grasp that concept and then you say, all right, getting your mind right isn't a one-day thing. You don't just decide on the day you're going to get your mind right and then it, 
um, come techniques I've learned over the years, which I, I, I can help cut many years of people because this is what I've learned over the, the years. But what I, what I would say has made me really train my, my mind. Number one, um, actually, I'll put that <laughs> yeah, in okay. my mm-hmm. other um, point. <laughs> yeah, so, no, the, so, so mm-hmm. the first thing, yeah, get your mind right. Yeah. The um say, the next thing, mm. get your surroundings right. Now, this, this one is big because when I was coming up, I I always saw these quotes and people would tell you like, you know, the five people that you're next to, you know, how your how your life is gonna turn out is is is, is in accordance to the five people mm. you talk to mm. every day for no reason. So. The people you talk to for no reason every day is going to be how your life is. So who are you mm. to, to, to talking to? And I used to think this isn't true because I thought, well, I've got my own mindset. I don't need to wait on no one, you know what I'm saying? And then what I came to realize was um, that's not true because a lot of people, right, what, it, what I came to realize was... um. um we have us black people we've been brought up with this you know you're my bro i've known you for 10 years you're my sis i've known you for this long but just because Mm -hmm. you've known people for x amount of years and this involves family friends workmates Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter who it is it's just it's just a a, a title because one thing i learned is yeah this is gonna sound deep but we are born into this world no one chose their family and we are in our own world so who you choose to invite in of your course, world yeah. affects your world so people hang around friends all day and their friends may have heavy influence on them in regard to just photography and um no sorry photography sorry <laughs> my mind went, went off <laughs> your your um friends could be have an effect on you in regards to um, what do you call it? Um, yeah. Going out late or ethic. looking yeah. at you and saying, Real. "Why are you working yeah. so hard? Like, relax, man. Life is about balance. Life is about taking it easy. But it's not. Life is about su- success. Life is about abundance. You know, we're on an abundant world. Like, we are supposed to have everything that we want. And people say they want everything, but mm-hmm. they're around people who want nothing." for themselves yeah, and man, that's yeah. never, they're never going to lift off because when you're because when you're talking about all your plans and stuff and you're saying oh my god I think I'm doing a podcast and I'm thinking of taking it around the world and you're there there where players mm, yeah <laughs> sounds good man yeah. good. that energy that energy it makes you feel like oh maybe I'm yeah, yeah. overthinking it maybe I can't go hard but when you get around other people who are like what I believe, no, listen, yeah, how about yeah. you add on this and do that? You've got to be around people who add on and inspire thought and make you want to do more, you know what I'm saying? So with that, and then also, um, the, so that would lead on to the third point, which is get your grand right. Um, a lot of people, they say, oh, I want this, I want that, I want to be better in film, I want to be better as a blogger, I want to be better as a stylist. But right. They just do one-off work. And they are chasing working with a big client and they're overlooking working with all the people next to them and all the work they can do. And nobody cares about what you've done either. 
Nobody cares that you've been on a set of the BBC and you've done, no one cares. You get your guy right, like, you need to put the work in. Nothing comes overnight. You know, you can't go gym for a year and then stop gym. You're going to fall off. You're going to lose it all. Your grind doesn't stop. I believe that that's one of the main things that got me here. I wasn't scared to tell my friends I can't come. Whether it's their birthday party or, the, you know what I'm saying, there was a, a, a wireless sacrifice. or yeah. whatever was going on. I, I, yeah, I, I wasn't scared to sacrifice for the grind. And I'm still not nowhere I see myself ending up, but I am right. somewhere I saw myself right. being because mm-hmm. I kept going. You know what I'm saying? So it's all about embracing the journey, but at the same time, not having the mindset of, oh, it's not about the destination, success is in the journey. That's not necessarily true because success is in the, the, the result, the finish. If you run, if you trained for one month, a marathon, you trained and you trained and then you came last and someone told you success is in the journey. You're going to smile and say, yeah, it's true. I've still done it. But in your head, you're going to feel like I didn't really I, like achieve. You know what I'm saying? And it's not a competition with no right. one, but it's a competition with yourself. How hard did you really train? Did you eat right? Did you sleep right? How hard did you really train? Because on the day, you were slack <laughs> enough to come last. So did you really put in the, the work? So just being, re- being realistic right. to the grind in which you're putting in. If you're saying you want a mansion, are you putting <laughs> yeah, in the mansion right, work ethic? Or are you putting right. in the, the council flat work ethic and calling on God to, right. to kind of do everything for you? Because God already, everything we want on this earth is already here, right? From from you, you want a beautiful family, you want the perfect husband or the perfect wife, or um, you want the perfect car, the, the house, Everything you want is already on this earth. There's somebody on this earth who has what you want. So that means it's not going nowhere. It's just mm-hmm. that it's waiting for you to come to it. But what in, in between that, are you, ready, are you ready to basically die for this? And what I mean by die is like not making it, it like, oh, this is just a little thing I'm doing. But it's got to be like your duty, your obligation. And, that, and that's why I say people should think about purpose. So you have a, a goal, but your right. vision should stretch further than your goal. So, but then your but then your vision should be attached mm-hmm. to your purpose. So, if you say I want ten million, you don't just say I want ten million. You say I want ten million, and with this ten million, I'm going to open five charities in 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 um, Ghana, and then with the with the charities, this is what right. is going to do for the people. Then that way. You've or I'm gonna get into real estate so I can help other people who don't have homes to have places to to live or whatever. So that so that way you have a purpose for the money. So when you're working yeah, now, exactly. it, it doesn't feel like right. yeah that 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 emptiness. Yeah, that 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 makes perfect sense. Like you, I can't even say anything. Like I said, like you've just dropped too many gems. But um, yeah, no, that's amazing, man. Like I think you're such an inspiring person. Um, which is why I was so happy when you decided to come on the podcast with me. So this is exactly what it's about, just literally talking to people like you so that we can connect the dots in our community.
Is there anything else you wanted to share just to end off? Like any um, any plans or any just lasting last words that you wanted to share with um, the listeners? Please go ahead. Um, basically, what I want to share with everyone is n- never look at someone who's doing what you're doing and mm. feel like you're not doing nothing. Mm. There is no competition. You know, you know, people love to come to you and say, oh, my God, like, I'm, I'm sure somebody has come to you and yeah, be like, oh, yeah. there's someone else doing a podcast and they're talking about what they're saying you're talking about. And people love to make you feel like, you know, other people are looking at you and doing what you do. But what I came to realise is, yeah, there's no competition. The way to not compete yeah. is to create. We are mm. on this earth to create. People have competition when they're looking at others. If you have to look at someone else to move, you will never move because you're waiting on their moves. But if you have your own ideas, listen, as long as you create, remember, I can come to the gym, right? And someone in the gym is hench already. They've been going to the gym for five years. And I come, I've just died. I'm skinny. I've not put in no work. So. But guess yeah. what? I'm creating. I'm, I, I'm creating. Every day I'm creating. I don't, I don't <laughs> care who's yeah. I don't care who's flexible. I'm creating. I'm creating. In about a, a, a year, I could be bigger mm, than the mm. person who's been going for five years be- because I've done the research on the better food and the, yeah. uh, you know what I'm saying? It's all about creating. So what I would say to everybody listening to the podcast is mm. create, stop waiting. Like literally, I literally have people, I mean, I would say to people, read a book, there's a book called um, right. The Power of Now, yeah? And what that, what that book is, is basically just realizing how to be in a moment and to really think because um, everything you've done in your past, you right. had to do it in the moment to get here. Do you know what I'm saying? Every, everything you've ever accomplished had to be done in the moment. So there is no next week, tomorrow. There is to, to, today, right now. So if you see greatness for yourself in 10 years, you need to uh, be great today. Because if you're not great today, yeah, you're cancelling yeah, yeah, yeah. your mm-hmm. that greatness in 10 years. Because people think, oh, let me be easy because in 10 years I'm going to be good. But that's not the case, though. The case is putting in the work now in so that you can elevate your, yourself mm-hmm. on doing more. Do you know what I'm saying? Because of life course, gets yeah. better. Got to put in the work, yeah. Life is better, but it only gets exactly. better when we improve upon ourselves. So that's what I would say. There is no competition. Another thing that I would say is, I don't know what people believe in, but believe in God, believe in yourself, because if you go around waiting on your friends to believe in you and okay. stuff, like yeah. it's going to be a long, cold journey. But, I, but, I, but at the same time, I, you know, I used to feel like there was no love mm. at times from people. I used to feel like no one cared about me whatever. But then what I realised was, mm-hmm. was I caring about them? Was I showing them love? Was I supporting them? I was waiting on the support, but who was I supporting? So when I started supporting people, and not not in regards of supporting who I think I can capitalise on or whatever, but really genuinely supporting people who I believe, if you do something and I believe in it, like, look, you put the podcast, you said 
you tweeted you're doing a, a podcast and I saw you you've 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 taken action mm-hmm. and I reached out to be on this podcast mm-hmm. because I believed in it and I showed that love in that way. It's nothing to do with oh I'm not posting it because she didn't post my work. But mm. I, I remember when I posted my video, she didn't share it. Like <laughs> when you live like that, you'll be depressed because mm. you're waiting on on love. It's like being in it's like being in a relationship and mm. waiting on your partner to treat you right. You exactly. you gotta treat yourself right and treat them right because because the the energy you give to others, they give back. You know, if you're at work right and you're, you're not really performing and your boss pulls you to the side and he talks to you stern and says, look, man, you have potential, but I don't like the way you've been slacking off. Like, I'm going to need you to be focused because I want the best for this workplace and blah, blah. You're going to take that more serious than if he draws you out in, in front of the whole shop floor. Like, Oi! <laughs> You're going to be like, nah, he doesn't yeah. guy think he's talking to you. You know what I'm saying? So... You know what I'm saying? The, the, the energy we give people is important. But what I would say is that, yeah, man, stop stop, stop waking up for others. Right. Oh, and I love that. And sleeping on yeah. yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people, they wake up early in the morning, they go sour, they rush, they go to work. You know what I'm saying? Or, or their partner calls, they're, they're in deep sleep, they answer, they wake up, they answer, but... When it's time mm, for them to mm. do their own thing, when it's time for them to create, mm. they have no energy, they're lazy, they're sloppy, they make so much excuses, I've got to do this, I've got to do that. But that's why you don't have what you have and that's why mm. you're envying. Mm. That's why you're on Instagram looking at other people's lives because you're looking at everyone else's chapter 20, but you're not looking at your own chapter. How can you build yours? We, we, life is a canvas, it's blank. God has given us the paintbrush, which is life. And and the mindset is the gift, like is is we can literally you can paint anything. So anyone who has anything that's going on that's bad in their life, they have painted it, whether they know it or not. People love love to blame other entities, but everything is down mm-hmm. to your choice. You know, whether you think you're right or you think you're not right, mm-hmm. you are right either way. Because you made the choice to believe so. (laughs) I love it. Thank you so much, Danny. Like, I really hope um, people get a lot of this, a lot from this, as much as I have. Um, I've literally just been sitting here nodding. Um, And honestly, it's actually inspired me to like push myself even a little, that little bit more. So I hope it it does the same for others. But thank you so much again for deciding to come up on my podcast. And yeah, like, I, I wish you the best of luck mm. with all your ventures and stuff. I'm, I'll be supporting you and following you as usual. So, yeah. Thank you so much. Mm. Thank you so much. Um, if the people yeah. want to follow me on the socials, they can follow me at Danny Wonders or my company Got at Wonder Vision Films. And on Twitter, it's WonderVision underscore and it's Basically, is yeah. is Danny Wonders across the yeah. whole board. But um, thank you so much for inviting me to your podcast. I loved speaking to you, and I, I'm looking forward to to seeing where we end up. Yeah, for real. Amen. Of, this year. of course, I'll put all Danny's details. 
and um, am I seeing you in? Yeah, yeah, you will actually. You will Ghana, see. Yeah? You will see me in Ghana. Yeah. Ghana's <laughs> lit. Ghana's lit. Listen, we have all the Ghanaians be <laughs> in Ghana. Just, yeah. This is the coming home. 2020. Yeah. This is the return of returning home. Yeah, you know, you don't want to mess yeah. up. No, exactly. No, I'll, the last thing I'll say is that um, I'll put all Danny's details in um the descriptions um of the podcast across all the platforms so no one will miss it but yeah like honestly well done and thank you for coming cool thank you so much much. (laughs) all right so then i'll just i'll edit out um i will end it there anyway but just really and truly if we if we both finish recording then it will end but um yeah thank you honestly thank you so much i'm really actually glad that we did it today as well um so yeah, I thank you for pushing it. <laughs> do you do, do, <laughs> I see do you it? I see get it. the ground right. Do it now. Do it now. Do it now. Yeah. Don't ever push yeah, anything later. Thank you so yeah. much, man. And yeah, like um we'll stay connected and stuff. Um You're I'm gonna be doing editing. So once I'm ready yeah. to publish, um I'll let you know so that you have a heads up and stuff. Um mm. but yeah, like I it's a really good episode, so I'm excited about it. Ooh. Yeah, same. Having fun. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank once. you so much. Have a good rest uh, again, of your yeah. day. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. And you too, yeah. <laughs>